Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cassidy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Ducalin with us. Hello Ducalin, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very well. How are you? Excellent, thank you. So we've spent a little while trying to arrange this, uh, but we yeah. finally connected. Yeah, yeah, it's taken us. I think this is the third week on the bounce we've tried this, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So let's yeah. jump straight into it. So tell us about your business and what you do. Yeah, okay. So so I, I, um, I'm I a driving instructor. I, I own and run a driving school in Portsmouth called One Drive School of Motoring. Um, I've been doing it this year. was for the fifth year, actually. So I, <clears throat> I trained with one of the largest schools really didn't get on with their training facilities and their their kind of their ethical principles and their way of doing things um and kind of at the earliest opportunity went off on my own and I started out um as kind of a driving instructor with my own kind of little school nicked one or two instructors from other schools um and then quickly realized that there's there's generally there's a lot of instructor, every instructor does it in their own thing in a different way. And um, when you're trying to grow your school and you've got your a very clear vision of what it is you want to do and your kind of principles behind the school, um, it was probably a better idea to kind of go at it from an angle of, well, let's start training and developing. So January 2019, I launched a training and development program which would mentor and train and qualify new instructors into the industry. And their training the whole way through is done by myself. So I was able to kind of influence, teach and develop these guys and mentor them. And I told myself by this end of 2019, if I could get one new instructor through, the year would be a success. And we had three apply, which was fantastic. And then this calendar year, even with COVID, I said to myself, well, if we can get another new one, it'll be a success. and at the moment, it's delayed a little bit by COVID, but we've got about five or six who are going through the training program. So mass, massive kind of progress compared to what I wanted to be doing anyway. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds things are going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really, like, I mean, nobody really knows what's going on with COVID, um, but we are, we're just trying to kind of carry on as, as norm. It, it's a difficult time because you're constantly one announcement away from everything being thrown on its heels again aren't you but really good really really good for us at least excellent so it sounds like you've got a working philosophy of how you approach how you do business are you happy to share that with us yeah well it was I mean I it's really simple like it's there's no it's no magical kind of anything that you've not heard before but when I was learning to drive I was 17 and I had about four or five maybe six driving instructors and the reason I had so many was just because they were all really unpleasant people they're all old, miserable men who would shout and swear. They'd turn up late. Sometimes they didn't show up. They'd cut the lesson short and still try to charge me the whole amount. I'd make mistakes and I'd get told off. And it was just, even at a young age, I was like, well, there's a real niche in the market here. Like this, 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 there has to be, like, this can't be the norm. Unfortunately, and not all of them, because there's some very good instructors out there, but unfortunately, that that is the majority of driving instructors so my my kind of principle was was to build an environment that's really fun never criticize condemn or complain embrace mistakes where where 
where they're learning opportunities and they're always learning opportunities and, and just create a really good environment for the for the pupils and some of my best friends are people that I met through teaching to drive so it's really that simple and it's but you'd be amazed at how many people seem to fall at that hurdle and it's the most simple hurdle to put right and it's the most common hurdle people fall on it's incredible all right so it sounds like you've, um, you put in some time and effort into like looking after the person in the car sure and making sure that um they don't feel undermined in any way no 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 i just i mean i speak to them the the, the, the same way that like you, you measure so somebody the way somebody treats somebody that they consider kind of beneath them or their pupil or someone that, when somebody considers themselves to be senior to a person if you watch the way they behave with that person it's very telling so if they treat these people with respect and kindness and courtesy and manners for me that says a lot about person and if they if they treat them with an element of arrogance and superiority it just says so much and that reads very very clearly in that kind of exchange with your customer and, and that's that's why so many so many pupils don't have one driving instructor the whole way through they start with one and then change and then start with another and it just prolongs the process it costs everyone more money and it's just unpleasant for every pupil yes it's um, it's an interesting thing when you learn to drive because you're quite vulnerable in lots of ways yeah yeah and and you are i mean your your pride is vulnerable and people are embarrassed to make mistakes and they don't want to make mistakes and that interestingly one of the first things i say to my pupils is you're going to do a lot wrong and that's okay because i kind of need you to do these things wrong so that we can learn from them but also you're handling something very dangerous and and yeah you're very vulnerable but you have to make people aware of the fact that everything's in, under control it's okay to make mistakes and and i'm going to be here all the way all the way through from from first lesson to the day you get your driving license yeah, that can make such a difference. Yeah. So, so how have you sort of broadened that principles out to the business that you run? So not just within the car itself. You mean to like the other instructors and just as a business rather than my yes. own? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's this is what I mean when I said about um, I when I first kind of wanted to expand, I was looking at other instructors who were existing already with other schools, and um, I'm very lucky with my team, but. When I spoke to some instructors who were kind of toying with the idea of changing schools, immediately I could just see that you just you're not carrying the same kind of ethics and kind of priorities. And you're also not going to be willing to change, especially for someone who's been an instructor for less time and is half your age. These people, they weren't going to be changing for me or for my school. So that's why I kind of turned to the training and developing and and um there's a few instructors i've got an instructor called john who went through the course and he's he watched a few of my lessons he saw the report and i made it's very very clear from the off this is the standard and we don't accept a standard less than that we don't there's no form of discrimination or or discomfort and it's it's just not tolerated and when you train as an instructor it takes about six to nine months so i've spent six to nine months kind of developing that way of thinking with my instructors. It's also very important to get the right people from the off. So when people come to me and say I'm considering a career change, it's not right to say they've been vetted, but you have to pick the right people. You can't, it's so tempting to say, yeah, I'll have everyone because I want expansion. And, and you know, if 10 people come to me, but if five of those people are not suited, or in my opinion, not worthy kind of in, in, in the sense of they're gonna 
put forward what I want the business to put forward, then it's, it's not going to be good. I'd rather have five good ones than 10 okay ones. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest challenges is often finding the right person for Definitely. the role and um, so that everybody's happy within that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's crucial. It's crucial. And um, one of the other really important things for me was, as I've already kind of t- touched on, the instructors, most driving instructors are of a certain demographic, and that's okay, but they're largely male, they're largely white, and they're largely kind of middle age upwards. And and as I said, that's okay. And I'm, I, I'm, there's, I mean, nothing against any any of anyone who fulfills that criteria. But it was also very important for me to try and mix that up a bit. So we've got female instructors. Um, I've been speaking closely with a couple of European instructors and younger instructors as well as less young instructors. So we've got a, we've got a young team of coming through. Of the five or six that are coming through, the average age is roughly about thirty which in the industry is extremely young. Um, and it's, it's very important for me because when I started, I just remembered all of the things that I hated with my prior instructors. And it was so simple for me to, to just think, well, I'm not, I won't do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So how, how do you purvey that message out to people who may be looking to learn to drive? Because um, I remember going to... I'm going to show my age now. The yellow pages, uh, just picking the sure. first one there. <laughs> sure, sure. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, for me, it's it's um, a lot. If you look at a lot of driving instructors' content, um, a lot of it's the same. So I I, I wanted to utilize social media as a lot of schools do, but um, a lot of driving schools they tend to use pictures. If you look at most driving schools' Facebook pages, for example. If you scroll through them, you'll see a picture with a pupil holding a certificate and a little caption, so-and-so passed today, yay. And that's exactly the same the whole way through. And um, we started doing videos as well as the pictures because, in my opinion, videos are more engaging than a photo. We started doing um, the, the, the outtakes. So not only did I make videos where everything goes perfectly and everyone's happy, and, and I, I did a video with my twin sister, who was my pupil at the time, of all of the funny like hiccups that we had where she's nearly you know bumping into things and rolling back down the hill and because that's part of it and crucially in these videos i wanted to try and show that you're you're never going to be condemned for making these mistakes we have we have to come to terms with the fact that you're going to make them and i'm going to make it okay to make them i'm never going to let you lose control and so we just tried to be different in the way we approach the business, whether it was social media, whether it was video content, all of our adverts, all of our all of our reviews speak about how how approachable we are as a school. And some of my favorite uh, reviews talk about a lot of our reviews talk about it. it's like you're just going for a drive with your friend, um, and that it, it takes time to get that message across. But I just tried to do anything that I saw performed commonly in the industry I tried not to do and then I would try to think okay well what else is there and and I think if you look at our content you'll see that the majority of people probably share that view yeah I think sometimes it's tempting when you're going into an industry to do the same as everybody else yeah definitely definitely and and it's especially when that's the kind of tried and tested if that's the way you want to put it and a lot of people don't want to rustle feathers I've I've got myself in trouble a few times trying to market my school 
in ways that the DVSA kind of wouldn't condone. And, and that's not to say any laws have been broken or no, n- nothing, nothing kind of unacceptable socially. It's just pushing the boundaries. Um, so they bend a little bit. Have... Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and by by kind of putting those feelers out, you 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 get a great feel for you know, this can work, this doesn't work, I'm not allowed to do that, but I can do this. And and do you know what I mean? And so it's it, it's so tempting. And, and when I started this industry, so everybody kind of, again, it's these kind of middle-aged men telling me, you should do this, you should do this, you should never do this. And a lot of the stuff I did flew directly in the face of what was the kind of norm, because like, why? Why can't we do that? Like, why can't I try different things? And why can't why can't pupils see the benefits of that? And as long as you're legal and safe and everything's under control and the pupil and the customer is happy, do you know what I mean? Like, what does it matter what we do? Absolutely. And what's one of the things that's so refreshing about doing these podcasts is that everybody's coming with the, this is how I do business. I'm not saying it's the right way. It's how we do it. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, there are probably many, many people that would contest a lot of things that I, feel and do and that's okay I don't mind um but I I mean I try not to spend my energy thinking about other schools and other businesses just focus on us and and and, and see what works for us as a school and so far touch wood it's going well fabulous now I'm gonna guess as a driving instructor as soon as um, and you run a school as soon as you mention it everybody has a story for you yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it's it Literally, like I mean, it's it, it's quite funny because a lot of the stuff, a lot of conversations you have with people are all very similar. But everyone's got a story. Everyone's got uh, something they want to tell, and and it is quite funny. And and quite often when I do kind of have conversations with with um, wonderful people like yourself, people ask me about, have you got like a story that sticks out? And and I always try and think of a, this a different story, but ultimately they all boil down to a pupil tried to put me under a bus or someone nearly rolled the car and and, and you could be the best driving instructor in the world <clears throat> you're going to get caught out every now and then by a pupil doing something un- unpredicted and that's okay that's again that's part of the job well hopefully you get that as a blooper reel so that you can yeah exactly online. exactly it's all content <laughs> oh, so if somebody's listening to this they're thinking oh I'm, I'm ready to learn to drive or they know somebody who is and or maybe they're looking to change careers and become a driving instructor and would like something a bit different how would they contact you yeah so it's i mean we've got a website at one-drive.co.uk we've also got the facebook page again one drive school of motoring is the facebook page we've got a google presence again if you search one drive school of motoring on google um we've got uh instagram we've got phone numbers and uh, so if you generally speaking if you're going to search one drive school of motoring portsmouth uh, it's going to come up somewhere um yeah excellent and we'll put that information on our website thank you well thank you ever so much for sharing your passion and your insights and your no, your joy about driving and driving instruction yeah i appreciate it well thank you for for letting me speak anyway i i, I enjoy doing these things so i'm I, i'm very grateful for your time as well fabulous and this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners and until next time see you soon see you then <laughs> the federation of small businesses with practical help for business owners such as fsb care 
A dedicated nurse will provide long-term practical advice and emotional support with any long-term health conditioning, disability or if you're bereaved. This includes face-to-face therapy, counselling, second medical opinion and practical help if needed. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.